0: Welcome, horror fans, to the horror arena. Here, our horror experts represent their chosen horror legends in formal debate to determine who would win in the ultimate showdown for horror supremacy. I'm your ring host, Johnny O, and this is Bloodbath. We'd also like to extend a huge welcome to our patron special guests, Bloodbath judges Travis Brown, Joshua Lee, and Diagnosis Horror. Welcome, welcome, all of you.
1: Bye. Yeah, glad to have you. Hi. Howdy, how are y'all? All right.
0: Take it away, ring announcer.
2: It's going to be a surreal acid-drenched flaming meltdown as the rubber truly meets the road tonight, folks. In this corner, represented by current champion Angela, standing 17 inches tall and weighing in at 25 pounds, he's a steel-belted radio psychokinetic psychopath with a mean streak as deep as his treads, and he's inexplicably rolling his way to mass murder and head-popping chaos. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's Robert the Tire. And in this corner, represented by the challenger Eugene, with bones as hollow as their plot lines, it's a flock of global warming mutated avian monstrosities, spitting acid on and engulfing the targets of their kamikaze attacks in deadly flames. Can anybody stop these raptors of mass destruction? It's Birdemic! May the most ridiculous perpetrator of destructive absurdity win!
0: The official time and rule keeper for our debate will be Weekend Horror host J.L. Thank you,
2: thank you, Johnny.
0: Combatants,
2: each debater will have one minute to present their opening statement. Then each will have three minutes to present their three best points. Then they will each get three minutes to rebut the points of their opponent. Then each will get one minute for their closing statements. As the last official debate winner, Angela will call the coin toss in the air. Winner of the toss determines the lead.
1: All right, all right. I'm feeling good. Heads.
2: Angela calls heads. And its tails,
0: booty tails never fails. That's what you Ooh. get for running over my it line. It only
1: hand. works when Alex is here.
0: That's what you get for running over my line.
3: Eugene, <laughs> Eugene. Uh you know I, I'll go ahead and let the defending champion go first.
1: Ugh. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so gracious.
2: Time will commence when you begin speaking. You have one minute.
1: Forgotten in the desert, alone and abandoned, Robert the tire springs to life. He quickly realizes he's able to crush bottles and explode small animals with his psychic abilities. He moves on to larger victims, human victims. Exploding heads is as easy as watching TV, and he likes it. He really likes it. Nothing will stop the spinning nightmare from claiming as many victims as possible. Failed my time.
2: Eugene, you have one minute for your opening.
3: See, you have the dinosaurs descended from them. Alan Grant talks about them. They're all over in all major continents. They're everywhere. I'm talking about, of course, birds birds so terrifying there's already a movie simply called birds and these were just regular dive bombing birds and then you get birdemic and they get upped to a whole new level of terror they are everywhere they are ev- they will attack everyone they are here to set the earth right to the way it should be including anything man-made i give you Birdemic.
2: Thank you, Eugene. Alright, Angela, you have three minutes to state your three points.
1: Okay. So Robert has strong psychic energy giving him the ability to explode small animals and human heads. Robert would use his psychic powers to make the birds explode before they even got close enough to peck at him. Um, And plus, a car tire can take a lot more damage than even a committee of vultures could dish out. These birds are way more fragile than Robert. Robert is strong, tough, durable. I mean, he's a tire, which also gives him the ability to run them over. And if they were to get close enough to try and peck at him, he'd just start rolling or... You know, they wouldn't even be strong enough to pick him up and move him. I mean, it would take a long time for them to do any damage to him. Also, Robert can't be permanently killed. We see him reincarnated at the end into a tricycle. And, and he's raising an army of abandoned tires. This means that Robert has the ability to upgrade himself. Given time, he could become a bus or even a tank and he could raise not only abandoned tires, but possibly other vehicles or anything with wheels really. So, I mean, those things are, these birds would never be able to penetrate a tire before Robert and crew turn them into fish bait. This army would have no problem wiping out any and all of the birds. And lastly, Robert has logic and strategy. Things that those birds do not have, If he and his crew were to be swarmed by these pathetic little birds, Robert would just roll someplace they can't get to, or he would get to an advantageous position and just wipe them out with his psychic energy. I mean, we saw him check himself into a motel room and start watching TV. I mean, he's got reason. He's got logic. He's got some strategy going on. I mean, he is not just a tire. He, it wouldn't even be difficult to outsmart these birds. They're like half dead Flapping in place. Like, it's like they want to die. Okay, Robert is 30 pounds, rubber, durable, tough, smart, and deadly. I yield my time.
2: Thank you, Angela. Eugene, you have three
3: minutes for your three points. The birds hone in quite a few different abilities because you have to keep in mind that these are not just a regular run-of-the-mill birds, right? First of all, sheer numbers. If you talk about the number of abandoned tires versus the number of birds on this earth, birds are going to win hands down. So you already have numerical value on that because if you watch the Birdemic movies, it doesn't state, it doesn't state that these are a specific type of bird. These can be any bird. These are these are birds that are trying to set the environment back. So you have to go the fact that you're going against all birds. So we already have numerical superiority. Second of all, is this the birds don't care if they die because of the fact that they're you willing to use kamikaze attacks? They they fly into gas stations and they're exploding cars. They're exploding buildings. Everything. Like, so it doesn't matter and the hardest enemy to fight is an enemy that doesn't care if they get wounded an enemy that doesn't care if they die so there's no hesitation they just attack Robert in mass numbers and even Robert starts blowing up there's just more birds they're going to keep coming and coming and coming because they don't care on that and finally the birds actually do use strategy because in Birdemic the birds are fighting an environmental war, and so they're actually targeting things that hurt the environment. So they're targeting gas stations. They're targeting fuel-ran vehicles. Well, as the main character in Bird Dimmick drives an electric Mustang, yes, in the movie Electric Mustang ex- exists, but he's driving an electric Mustang, and they leave the car alone. This shows the fact that the birds can strategize and they can tell the difference between different targets, which means they can also coordinate their attacks. So the birds have strategy, they have numbers, and they don't care if they die. All it takes is one bird to get through out of the millions upon millions and Roberts no more. And I yield my time.
2: Thank you, Eugene. Angela, you have three minutes for your three rebuttals.
1: Alrighty, you wanna talk about numbers? Let's talk about numbers. In California alone, there are 17 million cars. In the U.S., there are 280 million tires discarded every year, just in the U.S. Worldwide, over a billion per year. And we've been making tires for how long? yeah, I'm pretty certain tires outnumber your dinky little birds. And also we only see what like two types of birds and they're, well, sketchy at best to figure out what kind they are. They look like vultures maybe, maybe, but I mean, they don't have any gripping strength. We don't see them, you know, grabbing and moving stuff and they just kind of hover in place. It's not like they're like, oh, uh, diving in and attacking them. No, nah, they're just kind of like, uh in one place. And like, oh, and now you're attacked. Um, So I wouldn't really call it, a, you know, a strategy. And sure, I mean, they can call more birds, but there's a lot of birds that aren't infected with this weird urge to end climate change. But... <laughs> <laughs> So um these birds don't have a chance against Robert. They aren't unusually strong. They aren't overly smart. They're just a- attacking. Just random things that you know insult their sensibilities, I guess. And Robert would be able to set a trap for these birds no problem and they aren't smart enough to not see it coming. Robert would win against these pathetic little birdies. He I mean he would annihilate them. He's got He's got reason, strategy, and psychic abilities on his side while the birds have none of those things. They don't really even have a high number of infected birds. They just have and they just sort of go away at the end of the movie. Like they don't enact any kind of change. They just, oh, and we're done. You know what? This isn't a fight. Robert is gonna be doing the world a favor by cleansing it of these annoying creatures. I yield.
2: Thank you, Angela. Eugene, you have three minutes for your rebuttal.
3: So my opponent starts off by rattling numbers on how many tires are discarded every year. The one part that's missing is that we don't know the conditions of these tires that are being discarded. Sure, some of them are round and they could be fully functional. and They can join Robert's army. But how many of those tires are blown out? How many tires are worn? How many tires are torn up because as tires are getting discarded, tires are also getting torn up and recycled for other materials. So we don't know exactly how many tires are just laying around that would actually be functional in so-called Robert's Army. Second of all, we see on quite a few cases that these birds can dive ball. As you see the first time you see the birds in the first birdemic, they're dive bombing straight into gas stations, which means they can pick up speed and hit an extremely high velocity. Another thing is you talk about grip strength. Well, you already have hawks that have the ability to pick pick up almost small babies. A couple of these birds working together can pick up a tire, easily, easily pick up a tire and discard it into the ocean. What is Robert going to do if they throw them in the ocean? Roll around on the bottom in the crushing depths for a little while? Blowing up fish? Who cares? Birds are still on top in the air. And another thing is that the birds have the ability to spit acid. So they, so you take the number of birds in the air having an aerial attack of basically a rain of acid all over Robert and his supposedly tire army on that, and this isn't even costing birds lives, unlike the kamikaze attack. So the the tires would have to get through a wave of acid, followed by kamikazes, trying not to get picked up and simply tossed in an ocean to even have a chance of defeating the birds. It's birds all the way. I yield my time. Thank you, Eugene.
2: Angela, you have one minute for your closing statement.
1: Okay, well, we've seen the awesome power of Robert. And I just wanna say that acid thing, the pH of bird vomit is the same pH that they use for industrial strength tire cleaner. So you're just spit shining him. Thank you very much. And he'll roll out and he'll get his minions to roll him out of the freaking ocean, who cares? Not only is he tough, he's durable, he can reason, he can strategize, he's got all of these abilities that the birds lack. Let's not forget, he's got that mad psychic energy following him, it takes mind blowing to a whole new level. Robert wins this fight and he looks cool doing it. I yield.
2: Thank you, Angela. Eugene, you got one minute for your closing statement.
3: So you have to keep in mind that when these birds spit acid, it's not normal acid. This has the acid, the ability to melt metal and human flesh. So you can definitely melt a tire. Second of all, in terms of collecting an army, tires have to roll to their destination. Birds can fly, which means the bird army can assemble much, much faster than any kind of tire army, which means the tires will be outnumbered in any kind of scenario. So, right off the bat, that means the birds, hands down, undisputed winner. All I have to do is say, Caw. I yield my time.
2: All right, thank you, Eugene. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, combatants, for your excellent arguments. If you will remove your headphones and the judges will now deliberate. Vote Robert. All right. Johnny O., Travis, Joshua Lee, Diagnosis Horror. And I see Boomer's <laughs> joined us right there at the tail end, so I don't know how much Boomer heard, but Boomer, feel free to hang out. Uh, I think let's I'll
4: abstain. I think I'll abstain. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Johnny,
0: what do you think? Uh, I'm very disappointed that Eugene did not somehow work in the high ground argument. Uh, But I do think that uh, I I got to give it to birds. It's a fucking tire. What are we talking about here? Got to give it to the birds? Got to give it to the birds. Got to give it to the birds. Okay. Travis,
4: what do you think? Well, both Rubber and Birdamic are ridiculous ridiculously bad films. I am not. <laughs> really it. I mean, but it, as J L say to "JL about polishing a turd." Uh, I have the go for production values because uh, Rubber uses physical effects, uses mm-hmm. actual tire, uh, while Birdemic has horribly CGI birds that just do that just look like it's just from a like. <laughs> It looks like it's like you someone just kinda took a diarrhea dump all night and just kinda said, Oh yeah and forgot the fish to make actual look like the actual birds, so So Birdemic is a complete caca. As like caca. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you giving so, it to uh you giving it to rubber? Yeah,
4: so I give it to Robert the tire for rubber, huh? okay for production value standard please uh, let the turn let the polish the turn for rubber let's just polish that uh, okay no matter what johnny o said johnny ellen's rolling diarrhea mouth now <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right uh joshua lee where do you stand
5: Huh? i mean i did take a peek at the little trailers of each one and i had to say a oh, you know Robert was a different thing, you know, because you got the other bird movies that are far better, you know, like the birds, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And so it's been done before, but um, the only thing I was kind of thinking is that, you know, because the bird, these birds and Bird Demick are supposed to be anti-pollution, anti, you know, against trying to, so if they were trying to fight the tires, that would kind of be self-defeating, because it's like, you know, they're burning. T- you're trying to get rid of tires, which would cause more problems. So, you know, I'm trying to think. You that would they even try to mess with Robert? That's or, an interesting you know, point. You know, because it's like if they get a, they try to burn them away or whatever, acid is going to release more pollutants into the air. So, I got to go with Ro- Robert. With the, go with the Robert tire. the tire. Yes,
2: Robert the tire on the logical entailments.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Diagnosis horror. What do you think, bud? Where do, uh, where do you stand?
0: Well, let's see. Uh, I was taking some notes here. and I, I got to agree some with Travis here. I, I wrote down when Eugene said he's only got to say caw. I wrote more like caw-caw. <laughs> <laughs> i right on line with Travis on that one. But if we're going to go with like a, a, an argument of numbers, I do believe there's probably more birds than there are tires. <laughs> so i don't know it's which is the, the the worst least worst movie they're both bad both had good arguments so i guess i'll go with eugene on this one
2: with the birds all right and that leaves up to me wow so uh uh um, no pressure Essentially, uh, they both gave fantastic arguments. Um, what it fell down, it fell down to two things for me, and that is uh, the fact that it's the fact that and himself has like has human level intelligence and is the has the ability as demonstrated in the movie has the ability to actually reason to think and to logic and to set traps and to ambush people so because the birds in birdemic they're just they're functionally just birds and they tend to like crash into shit and I, it was implied and just like uh, eugene was saying it's implied they're going after targets that cause pollution because they're attracted to the pollution so and so i don't see the why they would go like be able to specifically target robert in that respect plus burning tires i kind of got to side with joshua lee on that one he brought up an excellent point but it's because the fact that Robert can strategize and ambush and he can logic like a human being um, leads to believe that, you know, I agree with that, that Robert could set traps for these things. And the second thing is the birds themselves, while there are many of them, they're, they, like, Angela put, like Angela said, it's said in the very, very beginning in her three points, Robert is, 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 is it's effectively immortal that if Robert goes down, and Robert can go down, till like, he goes down to shotgun fire in the movie, Robert is reborn then as the tricycle, which then and then he begins to raise up the other tires, the, the abandoned tires, as as a sort of army around him, and it's implied that Robert doesn't that Robert doesn't end, that Robert continuously comes back, and he still retains all of his abilities, and so. Because the birds are not implied to be immortal, and the birds at one point in the movie give up, just as Angela stated, and that they they just are functionally just like diseased birds that explode in fire or they spit they spit acid, um, which Angela brought up an excellent point about as well. Um, in this respect, uh, because Robert is immortal and Robert can strategi- strategize like a human and set traps and ambushes victims, not to mention he's fucking psychic. Um, I got to give it to the the reasoning rational logical, ambushing, psychic tire. I have to give it to Robert on this one. Also, in the fact that Robert's effectively immortal and that he doesn't die. So he just keeps coming back. So I got to give it to On those grounds, I got to give it to that. Although, you know, Eugene brought up some excellent points. Um, I just don't think the birds can overwhelm it because no matter how many numbers there are, Robert will just keep coming back. And the more he comes back, the more he encounters this... Obviously, and we see him progress and learn in the movie... So he would just adjust his tactics. So eventually, you know, he would he would be able to get he would be able to get around it. So yeah, I got to give it to Robert the Tire. All right. Okay, I think we're ready. Just double check, Johnny. You had the birds. And Diagnosis Horror had the birds. No, no, no. Sorry, uh, Diagnosis Horror. Yeah, had the birds right. And Joshua Lee, Travis, and myself had rubber. Fantastic. All right.
0: Let's do it! Hey ho! Hey yes, ho. yes Eugene, <laughs> yes Eugene.
1: Get swifty! Get
2: swifty! Wow.
5: <laughs> Get swifty in here!
4: Sorry,
2: yeah. uh, I'm catching Angela up on Rick and Morty. <laughs> All right, so we got both of y'all back. So this was an excellent, excellent fight. Um, both of y'all made very, very excellent arguments yeah. and it only Damn, came Eugene. down, it only came down to it came down to a, uh, to basically kind of two points that decided the winner. Um, but based on those two points, the new, uh, the champion of, uh, Weekend Horror is still Angela. Gotta give it to, uh, Robert the Tire.
1: Robert the Tire!
2: And it was a, uh, a three to two decision based upon oh. it. And the two points that put that put Robert over was the fact that one, effectively Robert's immortal, and Robert resurrects, as is demonstrated. And two, you didn't use the high ground argument, Eugene. Because <laughs> <laughs> the birds have the high ground.
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, and that robert Robert uh, is Robert is effectively has the has the intelligence of a human being. And reasons and logics and can set traps and can ambush like a human being. So given that, given that Robert can do that with like people, doing that with birds, probably not that hard. But Joshua Lee brought up an excellent point. The birds target sources of pollution and those things that damage the environment. And burning tires damages the environment. That is true. That is true. So it seemed it would seem odd that the birds would target uh, target uh, Robert to burn him when that would hurt the environment. <sighs> Joshua Lee bringing it home on the Ooh. logical uh. entailments. There, man, I was like, "Damn!" I wish I had home. thought about that. Joshua Lee, you're dead to me now. That was good. I
1: wish I had thought of that one. That's that's yeah. So. <laughs> so <laughs> All right. Right. Uh,
2: congratulations, Angela, uh, for hold for retaining the title. I don't even know who you fight next. Who do you fight next?
1: Um, I think it's is it Johnny or is, is it, it Aaron?
0: One of those two guys.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out.
2: Oh, let me see. It's uh Johnny. You take Johnny next.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, really, well, this is this is the one bloodbath though that I just I really really wanted to do because i i love robert the tire
2: <laughs> <laughs> well it was it was excellent arguments on both sides both of you were great and i'm glad that i was muted because i was laughing my ass off at certain points uh both of you were fantastic uh eugene brought up some excellent points um angela yeah. you did as well so uh really really good fight there really well uh, well earned and thank you very much to our special guest judges to Travis, to Joshua Lee, and to Diagnosis Horror, and Boomer happened to
0: pop in.
1: Oh, hey, Boomer!
2: Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can say, you can say...
0: None <laughs> you of them can want to speak hi. to you, JL. <laughs> to what? Nobody <laughs> wants to speak to you anymore. <laughs> Thought
4: I was unmuted thank for a minute. For having me, JL.
2: <laughs> well, we appreciate our special guest judges coming yes. in tonight. <laughs>
1: yes thank you for joining us
0: all right all right that's too much fun it's enough fun for one day
1: and thank that's... you for being here for my victory
0: yeah. <laughs> parting shots parting shots saving for the next round folks uh, all right and that horror fiends concludes another glorious bloodbath debate a huge thank you to our special patron judges for joining us Uh, Let us know in the comments or at weekendhorror at gmail.com if you agree or disagree with the results. Stay tuned when we announce our next two combatants. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next month. Or will we?